0: I thought it was funny, you know, just a few minutes ago, he says, uh, you know, we really need God in our money, and we do, right? We need God in our marriage, and we do, right? I'm like, I need God in my life these days just so I would be nice. Anybody else with me? I need God's spirit within me just so I can be nice and be kind and think good thoughts towards people. I don't know about you, but, man, I feel like our world right now, can feel crazy, can seem so irritating to us if we're not cautious. Man, and and it can feel so crazy that if we're not aware, we can go crazy in the middle of our crazy world. And you can start doing things and behaving ways that you're like, man, that is not me. I know better than that. I know I'm not supposed to act like that. I know I'm not supposed to think these thoughts towards people to my husband, to my friends. I know I'm supposed to not think these thoughts, but when the world goes crazy and we're in the middle of this world, it's so easy, man, to be sucked into the crazy of this world and get crazy with it. We can forget who we are and forget who's got our back and forget that God created us on purpose right here right now for such a time as this and i think this morning i just want to wake us up readjust and realign our focus once again that god's got you that you are here for a purpose and although the world may be going crazy around you you live anointed and created and empowered by a different system and by a different kingdom. And when this world goes crazy, you don't have to. Thank you for inviting me into your home this morning. I promise I won't look under the table or behind the couch. No, that's where all the leftover Cheerios and french fries from last night are hiding. I really don't care about that. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago I was driving down the road and I was, just had this feeling, I was just feeling frustrated. I was just feeling agitated. I I couldn't put my finger on it, didn't know what was irritating me. It wasn't like anything was horribly wrong. I just was feeling this feeling. Go ahead, say feeling. That's what it was. These feelings of, I don't know, dissatisfaction, confusion, uh, partial rage. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. No reason, and I'm driving down the road, and I was thinking, you know, how frustrated I was, and this overwhelming feeling, and I was thinking about the few people that I talked to during the week who were feeling the same way, and, you know, reading some text messages that were sent to me of people who were feeling the same way, and we're all just living this world, uh, feeling this agitated way, and as I was driving down the road, inside of my heart, out of my spirit, I believe, came this thought, how long, how long are you going to let the enemy mess with you like this? How long are you going to tolerate him messing with you like this? See, I've been born into the kingdom for a long time. I've been be- a believer of Jesus Christ a long time. I know that my, my fight is not flesh and blood and people. My fight is against principalities, powers uh, beyond this world. I know that my fight, my feelings of agitation and frustration and rage can't be put on a person. It's the enemy lying right underneath the surface, and it really made me angry in the right place. I was angry that I, that I had been yielding or allowing the enemy to oppress me and push me around and agitate me to the degree that, you know, I just wanted to lash out at the people around me instead of love the people around me. I wanted to lash out at them and I just felt like the enemy was just laying right on, uh, you know, underneath the surface and, you know, he was doing all this damage in the world around me causing strife here and chaos there and uprising here and torment here and fear here and confusion here and he was just being allowed to live right underneath the surface. Not really poking up his head so we could pinpoint him, just stirring the water underneath but I had that, at that moment remind myself who I was. I had to remind myself that, that I was Cherie Hand, the daughter of the Most High God, empowered by the Spirit of God, given authority through the name of Jesus Christ to stand against that opposition, to stand against that stress, to stand against that worry, that fear, that frustration that was laying right underneath the surface of my life. So at that moment, I just stood in the authority that I know Jesus Christ gave me, and I said, okay, sucker, you showed your head. I'm not letting you mess with me like that anymore. I rebuke you, and I silence your voice in my life, and I command you to leave. I will live with the joy of the Lord. I will not bow to the enemy's tactics. I'm made aware of them, and I stand against them in the name of Jesus Christ. I had to remind myself who I am and who I belong to. You know, Jesus himself said in John chapter 16, verse number 3, sitting with his disciples, he's getting ready to go to heaven, and he's preparing them for it. He's saying, you know, I've been with you. I'm getting ready to leave, though. It's going to cause you much grief, and you're going to be so very sad. He says, but I'm going to come back, and you're going to be happy again. He said, so don't worry about it. You're going to be really sad, but then you're going to be really happy. And he says, these things uh, I've told you so that my peace will be with you, He says, in the world, you're going to have trouble. That word trouble, and you know, you can go through all the translations. It means suffering, distress, oppression, affliction, difficulties, or dis-ease. Jesus says, in this world, in this world's system, you're going to have tribulation, trouble, suffering, distress. He says, but cheer up. What was I doing that day in my car? I was realizing and being made aware of, I am living in this world. And in this world, there's a lot of stuff to be stressed out about. There's dis-ease, there's trouble, there's persecution, there's oppression. But Jesus Christ himself says, cheer up. So I had to make myself, Shrehan, you're going to cheer up. Because Jesus Christ has overcome the world. But you need to know this, this world and this system of the world in which we live. It's full of trouble. It's full of fear and stress and persecution. It's full of prejudice and and rebellion. I had to remind myself that day that I don't have to live my life. And I'm here to remind you this morning, you don't have to live your life like the rest of the world does. I can cheer up, I can get happy, because as a believer in Christ Jesus, I have a kingdom of God advantage. You have a God kingdom advantage. In this world system, there's a bunch of junk here. A lot of stuff that's going to pressure you to freak out, to stress out, to run and hide. But we as believers in Christ Jesus have a God kingdom advantage. The disciples of Jesus knew this. They saw Jesus on earth do some pretty powerful things and a few weeks ago, you know when we had our prayer service, we prayed according to the way that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says when you pray, say this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I love this part because he says, pray this, pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth As it is in heaven, then it goes on to say that you know, give us this day our daily bread. But I want to hit on this part right here, where Jesus says, "Pray that your kingdom come, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." I have to say that day I had the choice to make. I was gonna, I was either gonna continue to let the enemy harass me, as I just tolerated what was in this life that I live in on this earth, in this earth's kingdom, or I was going to choose to allow God's kingdom to be seen here on my earth. Listen, we all have this choice to make. As believers in Christ Jesus, we can live in this world just tolerating, just expecting all the stuff that the enemy's throwing at us in this world system, letting it come at us, living life by default, or we can on purpose, because of our relationship with Jesus Christ, choose to see God's kingdom be seen right here on my earth. There are two ways to do things in our life, to do everything. There's two, way to, two ways to raise your kids. You can either raise them according to the world system, or you can raise them according to God's kingdom plan. You handle your money. According to the world system, where you have to strive and work 90, 100 hours a week, where you have to forfeit your family for fortune, where you have to, you know, step on other people to get to the top, where you have to connive and swindle and barter and borrow to get to the top, or you can live your life according to God's kingdom where you give and you prosper. You can structure your marriage according to the world system. You do me dirty, I do you dirty. We get married, but if it doesn't work, oh, well, I'm out of here. Or you operate your marriage according to the word of God and God's system and see the favor and the blessing of God on your marriage and on your children for generations to come. We have a choice to make. As believers in Christ Jesus, this is amazing because we get the opportunity. The world without Christ have no hope. They have to live in the world system. They're gonna live in the poverty and the rejection and the rebellion and the racism and the dysfunction and the, and the, the lack of self-control. They have no choice without Christ. They have no hope without Christ, the Bible says. But as believers in Christ Jesus, you and I can make a totally different decision and choose to operate our lives By kingdom principles through the kingdom of God and see kingdom life come to our life. You know, when God first created man, his original intent for man was for man to have dominion and rule on this earth. When God created Adam and Eve, he wanted his kingdom to be seen on this earth. He wanted to see his goodness, his favor, his righteousness, his peace, his overwhelming love. To be seen on this earth. And so when he created man, he put them in this perfect environment. And he tells them in Genesis 1.26, he says, God says, let us make humankind in our image, in the image and in the likeness of ourselves, and let them rule. Let them rule. He says, I want them to rule over the fish and over the animals and everything that was there at that moment. He says, I'm creating and putting my man in this garden, and I want them to rule. And I want them to reign, and I want them to have dominion in this earth. It says in verse 28 that God blessed them. God blessed them, and God said, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over. God, when he created mankind, he put them in a perfect environment in this earth, and he said, I want you to rule over it. He gave them the world. It was theirs to fill. It was theirs to rule. But because God doesn't want anybody to serve him because they have to and do things his way because they have to, he gave mankind the ability, the power, and the responsibility to choose. Think about that. Think about that. We all like our free will and our free choice and we get to choose, but do you know that there's there's a, God gave you that ability and there's power that happens when you make a choice? There's huge responsibility when you make a choice. It's a huge responsibility to make the right choice. So God gave us as humans the ability to choose In Genesis 2, it says the Lord commanded the man, you're free to eat from any of the trees in the garden, but don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When you eat from it, you'll certainly die. He had to put something there that they had the ability to choose. Then it takes us to Genesis chapter 3. This is where, you know, Adam and Eve are hanging out one day by the tree that God told them not to eat from. Satan shows up in the form of a serpent, serpent and he starts talking to them, And Eve has a conversation with the serpent about God and about what he said about the tree and if that seemed fair or not, or if that seemed right or not. And Satan deceived into thinking that his way was best, and so they went against God's plan and chose to eat of the tree that God told them not to eat from. They chose to obey the voice of the serpent instead of obeying the voice of God. And that decision that was made that day now made them and all of mankind after them a slave of Satan. That decision caused their rule, their reign, their dominion on this earth to be forfeited and given to Satan. Satan is now the influence and the ruler of this world system that we're living in. 1 John 5 19, it says, We know that we belong to God, even though the whole world, this world system, is under the rule of the evil one. Another translation says, The whole world or this world system is under the control of. Of the evil one and that's why there is so much evil in our world in our world system because Satan is influencing the world system so in this world system is where we're experiencing all this frustration in this world system is where we're experiencing the hatred the abuse the poverty the slander the perversion in this world system, it's where we're experiencing the racism, the depression, the rebellion, disrespect, the lack of honor, insecurities, pride, fear, every evil thing. These are all products of the world system controlled and influenced by Satan. You know, sometimes people like to blame it all on God. But that's not where the blame should lie. Because again, God, when God created man, God created man to rule and to reign and to dominate. Not to serve Satan, but to dominate and to conquer him. But they traded because they believed the lie and chose the lie over God's truth. They relinquished their authority to Satan. So now he's causing chaos in this world. But God didn't want us to live like that. So he sent Jesus to establish a new way, a new way of doing things here on this earth. And can I tell you that is the greatest news for you and for I? Because I no longer have to be living in this world dominated. By hatred and fear and disease and lack and racism and and rebellion and all of these things that will want to torment and destroy my life. As a believer in Christ Jesus, because of Jesus Christ, coming to this earth, establishing a new way of doing things. I can now once again live in that God-called, God-ordained place, and I can rule and I can reign in God's kingdom, establishing his kingdom here on this earth. And so can you. The Bible says in 1 John five 19, I'm sorry, 1 John 3, 8. It says when people cannot keep on sinning it shows that they belong to the devil who's been sinning since the beginning. It says but the son of God Jesus Christ he came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. Colossians 2:15 say Jesus Christ when he put himself allowed himself to be crucified on that cross. The Bible says that he disarmed the principalities and powers, and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in him. So because of the cross of Jesus, I no longer have to live my life the world's way. Because of Jesus, you no longer have to live your life the world's way. I don't have to live my life afraid of Satan. I can live my life in victory over him. As believers in Christ Jesus, the Bible says he rescued us. He rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, this world system that's ruled by satanic activity and satanic influence. It says, I've been rescued from this kingdom of darkness and transferred us. It says that Jesus transferred us or moved us to the kingdom of his son. I have can now live a different way and this is good news because there is no sickness in God's kingdom there's no lack in God's kingdom there's no insecurity in God's kingdom each one of us have great purpose in God's kingdom no matter our money no matter what our education is no matter our gender No matter our race, no matter what our mama or our daddy have said about us, we all have great value in God's kingdom. There are no limits in God's kingdom. We need to stop letting the world system tell us what we can or cannot do. Listen, I'm here this morning to wake us up to the fact we do not live the same way this world has to live. But I got to tell you, the choice is yours, which kingdom you choose to participate in. You choose the kingdom that you're going to participate in by your obedience to it. So if I'm going to live according to the world system, I'm going to do things like the world system does. I'm going to gossip like they do. I'm going to slander like they do. I'm going to tell lies like they do. I'm going to connive like they do. I'm going to have bad attitudes like they do. Or I'm going to, by obedience to God's kingdom and the word of God, I'm going to walk in love and forgiveness and humility, seeking the face of God daily. You choose what kingdom you're walking in by your obedience to it. We need to stop allowing the world to dictate to us and be your boss. The world ain't your boss. You're the boss. Do you ever have to tell that to your kids? You get in an argument with your two or three or four-year-old, and you finally have to draw the line and go, listen, I am the boss, right? I'm the boss. You're not the boss. I'm the boss. And can I tell you, this world needs to hear you say that when it's trying to push you into fear, when it's trying to push you into poverty, when it's trying to push you into lack, when it's trying to push you to run and hide and to be oppressed and depressed over absolutely nothing. That you need to stand up and say, listen, you are not my boss. I live according to another kingdom, and I stand in the righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit. We got to stop letting the world tell us, limit us, tell us what we can and cannot do. Because there are no limits in the kingdom of God. The world wants to tell you if you're born on the wrong side of town, you can never own your own business. Not so in the kingdom of God. God will give you three, four, five, ten if you honor him with them. The world will tell you once you're an addict, you're always an addict. Not so in the kingdom of God, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Some of y'all need to hear that. Just because the world says once you're an addict, you're always an addict, and that's just the way it's always been proved out. Listen, if you're born into a new kingdom, who the sun sets free is free. Indeed, this world will tell you trending things are the best things. The world will tell you if you have cancer, heart disease, some incurable thing according to medical science, you're going to die. Not so in the kingdom of God. You're going to live and you're going to declare the good things of the Lord. I don't care what you have. You know what this world system says? There is no cure for COVID virus right now. There's no vaccination available for COVID-19. Can I tell you I have been vaccinated and they're lying? What? I have been vaccinated by Galatians 3. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of sickness and disease, and I've been made new in Christ Jesus. No sickness and disease can touch my body. I've been vaccinated. Why? Because I choose to live my life according to the kingdom of God and not by this world system. You better run and hide. You better fear. You better get that mask on. Listen, I live in this world, so I'm going to have to obey this world's laws. But I know what kingdom I stand in. I will not fear sickness, I will not fear death, because I know that the spirit of life lives on the inside of me. Which kingdom are you choosing to stand in? It matters. It matters. it don't matter, yes, it matters. The kingdom you choose to walk in matters. There's life or death in the kingdom you choose to walk in. Ha, and I encourage you this morning, Choose God's kingdom. Open the word of God, devour it. Know what your rights are. Know what his rules are. Know what he's asking of you to do. Continue to see how to position yourself in the kingdom of God. Really, it's just simply believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, his way of doing things, saying no to your own way and yes to his way. You'll watch the favor of God. You know, we tend to live our lives like this earth is all there is. You know, my happiness on this earth is all there is. Can I tell you this earth time for your whole entire uh, eternity is extremely short? The Bible says it's like blowing on a mirror. Those of you who wear glasses and a mask at the same time, you know what that is. You blow out, your glasses fog up instantly, right? And then it'll finally dissipate. That's what our life is like on this earth. It's like a, a breath of hot air on a window, and it's gonna vanish. What you do on this earth only prepares you for your future in eternity. I hope you're living this life according to God's kingdom and not just trying to make yourself a little bit more happy on this earth. Yeah, yeah. We fight the world system. When we think that this earth is all there is, we tend to fight this world system by the world system not knowing that this world system is influenced by darkness and you can't win yelling at darkness, being offended by darkness, or wishing darkness was light. The darkness in this world can only be influenced and changed by true believers. That's why it's so important for us as the church to stay strong. That's why it's so important for you at home, not just to click on the TV on Sundays, go about your business, eat your chorizo and eggs, and, you know, yeah, I went to church. It was on in the background, but did you place a priority on it? You know why? Because this world is a dark world, and this world needs us as believers to stand as the light of Jesus Christ and illuminate and give them hope. This world is in chaos because it's crying out for something. It's crying out for God. They don't know they are, but they are. And they'll never come into relationship with God who loves them until you and I, as believers in Christ Jesus, stand up and be the light of the world, the light to this world that God has called us to be. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, let your light be shining before men that they'd see your good works and give glory To God in heaven, the darkness in this world can only be influenced and changed by you and I. True believers being the light, reflecting the kingdom. Jesus came to establish his kingdom here on this earth. And if you don't know, he does it through you and I. He does it through us. Just like the enemy has to work through people and people have to cooperate with the enemy to get the enemy's plan to function in this earth and to see evil on the earth. God has to have the same. He's got to have people who believe in him and believe in his cause and surrender their life to him that are willing to be his voice, his hands, to show the goodness of his kingdom here on this earth. And he establishes his kingdom through us, through believers in Christ Jesus. When I love instead of hate, that's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I speak life instead of death, that's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I forgive instead of holding offense, that's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I honor authority instead of disrespect it, that's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I pray for those who persecute me instead of punching them in the throat, that's his kingdom. Being seen on this earth. When I act justly, when I love mercy, when I walk humble, thats his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I worship during a pandemic, it's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I speak peace to the storm, instead of run from it, it's his kingdom being seen on this earth. When I speak faith-filled words instead of fear, it's his kingdom being seen on this earth. We choose daily the kingdom we're going to live by. Again, we do it through our obedience. We're naturally programmed to do things the world's way. It's in our flesh DNA. We have to, on purpose, on purpose, allow the word of God to reprogram us to think differently why the Bible says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. Don't just fall into the traps that this world is setting out for you. It says, on purpose, be changed and made new by renewing your mind to God's kingdom. And you got to do that on purpose. I'm going to pray this morning. My challenge for us as we go from this place today, is that we would fight to be kingdom of God-minded in all that we do and all that we say. What we have to realize as a kingdom person, there's so much power and authority when you open your mouth. I can stand in the world system and I can open my mouth and I can say a lot of things, I can try to fight a lot of battles, I can try to prove my point or get people to see things my way. And it only stirs up strife. Or I can keep my feet in God's kingdom. And I can open my mouth and start declaring things. And powerful things happen. This is where the Bible says that when God shows up and he opens his mouth and he starts speaking things, things start coming to life. He starts speaking those things that be not as though they are. So in my chaotic world right now, so maybe people around me are experiencing some sickness and some disease, I can either stand in the world system and say, oh, I'm so sorry, can I go get you a Tylenol? Are you so sorry you need me to drive you to the doctor? Because I'll drive you to the doctor. I'm sorry I can't go in your room. You've got to be in there by yourself. feel so bad for you. I really, really feel bad for you. Or... I can keep my feet planted in the kingdom of God and look at my friends and say, listen, I speak life into you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command sickness and disease in your body to bow its knee by the power and the authority of the word of God. I call you healed in Jesus' name. What does that do? Ha! That calls the kingdom of God right down into the world of my friend. And you know what happens to my friend? My friend pops up and sees life in their body. Jesus did that throughout the whole world, the whole his whole time here on this earth. You see him walking around, speaking life into dead things, speaking life into dead things, speaking life into dead things, speaking healing into broken things, thinking, speaking restoration into things, peace into storms. Why? Standing in the kingdom realm, declaring things in the earthly realm, powerful things happen. Remember as a believer in the in the in the In the kingdom of God, as a believer in Christ Jesus, you have great authority when you open your mouth. When you open your mouth, you speak kingdom. And kingdom shows up here on this earth. I'm gonna pray for us this morning. Because some of y'all need the kingdom of God to show up in your house. First of all, we're gonna pray together and we're gonna position ourselves, realign ourselves in the kingdom. It's so simple. Bible says all you have to do is open up your mouth, call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation will come. And you know what he does? Just like that scripture we read, he takes us out of the kingdom of darkness, transfers us into the kingdom of his son. I go from a place try, ha, trying to figure it out my own self, living in dysfunction, trying to make things different when I can't, being so frustrated, confused, tormented, it's just not working for me, to now I get to operate under according, a diff- according to a different system. And when I open my mouth now, all heaven backs me up. Things are about ready to change for you and your family. Those of you who have never called on the name of the Lord, let's do that today. Simply this, Jesus... We call on you. We need you, Jesus. I acknowledge I've been living in the kingdom of this world, and I need you to remove me from that kingdom and put me into the kingdom of the Son of God. Jesus, I trade my wicked ways for your perfect ways. I receive your new life in me now, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for every home that's represented under the sound of my voice. And God, right now, as a mouthpiece of almighty God, established fully in the kingdom of God, because of my faith in Christ Jesus alone, I speak life into every home. I speak peace into every home. I speak the healing power of Jesus Christ in every home. I speak life again. I speak hope again. I speak restoration in Jesus' name. I speak forth sound minds. God, I speak forth peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. God, those who are listening, God, that are fearing this virus, I speak the love of God to invade their home in Jesus' name. God, I declare we have been vaccinated by the blood of Jesus Christ, and we have not one thing to fear. God, I speak for lungs to be clear and to be healthy. God, I declare asthma bows its knee. God, I declare allergies bow their knee in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I declare oppression to be broken in Jesus' name. God, I command arthritis to bow its knee in Jesus' name diabetes, one, two, or three, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. You can no longer live in the lives of the people of the kingdom of God. Your kingdom come, God. Your kingdom come, God. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. God, I declare marriages be restored by the power of the cross in Jesus' name because we are kingdom of God people. God, I speak to every child to be strong and to be healthy and to be sound. God, that this time of, of, of uh, the world being crazy has no adverse effects on their lives. God, that they're strong, that they're healthy, that they have sound minds, that there's no fear, that there's no torment. God, I stand and break generational curses. God, those things that have been passed down from generation to generation, those patterns of behavior. God, those ways of thinking. God, we're not of this world's kingdom. God, I declare in Jesus' name, God, that those strongholds, those curses are broken. We walk free, we're a new kingdom. God, your kingdom come. In Jesus' name, God, I speak against every addiction. God, to those who have said, I'm an addict, I'll always be an addict. You are not an addict. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. In this world system, you may be an addict, but not according to the kingdom of God. With your two feet in the kingdom of God, you are not an addict. You are free in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe that there's a stirring man, a spiritual awakening spiritual awakening all those things you've been searching for in the wrong place trying to find validation in the world system will you like me will you like me can you approve of me can you approve me can you support me can you cheer me on can you applaud me am i doing okay am i doing okay am i cute enough do i look okay am i all right am i gonna make it man you no longer seek the advice of the world the kingdom of god says god's got your back you're just fine you're gonna be everything he created you to be and called you to be you're on point Step back into the kingdom of God, realign yourself, and you watch. You shall hit your mark. Greater days, greater things in Jesus' name. You know when Randy said, we still got a whole other half of the year. This next, you watch. You watch. As bad as you thought this, this first year, part of the year was, you watch how amazing this second half is. You know why? Because we're kingdom people. We're kingdom people. We're kingdom of God people, and we seek kingdom of God established in our lives y'all believe that I know you do I hear you all the way from here you know what we're gonna sing this song and I want you in this moment I know where I stand I've made the choice I know where I stand and I know where I'm gonna fight to stand I'm gonna fight to stand in the kingdom every day in every way as we worship this last song before we say goodbye you make that choice. What kingdom are you going to stand in today? Your choice. I encourage you, choose God's kingdom of life. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.